get a buyer's list. Get a buyer's list first before you get the deal. Okay. For whatever reason, there are so many people that are saying, hey, I will go ahead and get the deal. And if you got a good deal, then a buyer is just going to come. No, they won't. Right? A buyer is not going to just come out of nowhere. Right? A great deal always can find a buyer. It's easy. No, if you don't know where to look, they're not just going to come. Right? So what I recommend you do first is actually getting a buyer. Right? Getting that. You are now listening to the Your First Steps Podcast. It's great to talk about million-dollar dreams, but where do we start? How do we get there? Listen up. As you hear directly from real estate industry leaders on how they reach success in their fields. And most importantly, what were their first steps? Let's get this party started. Here's your host, Eli the Real Estate Guy. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Eli, the real estate guy, and thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Your First Steps podcast. Now, today's going to be a little different, right? Usually I have a guest with me, but I wanted to go ahead and uh, incorporate some of these uh, individual podcasts as well uh, so I can go ahead and just share information from my expertise, which is wholesaling and flipping homes. Uh, and today I wanted to speak about the things that you should actually do before you actually make that first call or make that first text uh, whenever you're starting to wholesale. Now, uh, a lot of different people are different, right? Uh, a lot of uh, gurus or teachers or courses will teach you something differently. Uh, I would recommend just taking a person's uh, advice and just moving forward, but make sure that you've seen results from them, whether it's them posting uh, deals or them showing the process of what they're actually doing before you actually take the advice of this person. I'm not telling you to take my advice, but what I am telling you is to make sure you do your due diligence before you actually speak with someone and actually take on their information and use it as a gospel, right? All right, so uh, today I want to speak to you guys about the, uh, actually, let me count this list. One, two, three, four, five, six things that you need to do before you actually start that first call, you get that first uh, absentee on a half with list, whatever it is, right? So number one, and again, everybody's different, but this is what I recommend doing because you're going to be taking this wholesale and this business seriously because it is a business, it's not a hobby. So first, you got to make sure you have a company, right? You got to make sure you set up your LLC, right? I recommend setting up your LLC because one, uh, you need to make sure that you're an official business, right? And two, uh, it protects you in certain situations. I'm not an attorney. You can speak to your attorney about the protections that an LLC actually has for you. And there's also tax benefits and there's things that you'll be able to write off because you're actually running a business. So that's the first thing I want to recommend. That's number one, all right? Uh, the next thing is getting a business telephone number, all right? Now, the reason why this is important is because whenever you're actually uh, making these phone calls or you're making these texts, whenever folks actually call you back, you don't want to have your actual cell phone number. And I explain why. There are some trolls out here, right? Uh, there are some individuals that for whatever reason, they get pleasure out of actually just calling uh, your number for whatever reason, uh, even though they said they're not interested or maybe you got a wrong number or whatever the situation is. So now they're calling this number and they're they're uh, you know blowing you up all the time. If it's your cell phone, 
they'll end up blowing you up, making a bunch of prank calls, acting like they're a different person. They want to sell their, their house. Trust me, you want to make sure that you have a separate business line and you'll be able to uh, route calls to your actual cell phone. All right. So that's why I would recommend that. The next thing is you want to have a professional email address. Now, again, not everyone recommends this, but I truly feel if you're going to be a business and you want to uh, to appear as legitimate as possible, right, and as professional as possible, you don't want to be house buyer at Gmail. You don't want to be at Yahoo. You don't want to be at Ymail. You don't want to be at any of these things that are free because to me, uh, say if you're going to go to a doctor's office, right, and their email address is drhenderson uh, at gmail.com. I'm not going to go say a doctor, right? Because it's like, well, you're, you're a doctor. Why, why, why do you have a Gmail, right? You're uh, this. Why are you at this? If I wouldn't go to an attorney that's like, oh, such and such attorney at law at gmail.com. I'm not going to that attorney, right? Think like, wh why would you not invest in yourself? Right. Why would I go and spend money with you if you're not even willing to take some funds and buy an email? Right. So with that, there are not everybody, but for some, it does make a difference whenever you have an at Gmail. I'm not saying that success is in the Gmail. Uh, success is not in the email address. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that these are those things that if you pay attention to them, right, these little details sets you apart from other individuals. So I would have a professional email. Next, I have a website, all right? And again, other people will say things differently, right? But there has been several uh, instances to where I would call someone, uh, whether it's absentee on or high equity or uh, whatever it is, whatever the list is, and they'll say, okay, who are you with? What company are you with? What is this? Can I look you up? What can I find, Right. And what I'm able to do is provide them with a website. And by giving them that website, it gives them something to go off of, right? I got the email, the professional email. I got the telephone number and I have uh, the website. And all of a sudden, now I appear a lot more legitimate. And from there, the walls start coming down a little bit, right? And of course, you got to be able to speak with people. You got to be able to handle yourself a certain way. But at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to actually Make sure you set yourself apart by having these professional things up front, right? So that's that. So next thing is you want to have business cards. I know, right? Who still has business cards? Why are you carrying around business cards? Trust me. You want to have business cards around because whenever you go on those appointments, you want to give them something in hand, uh, especially if they're saying, okay, I'm not interested or whatever it is. You want to have something that you can give them to show another level of professionalism. Now, I'm not saying walk around with polos that have the company logo on there. You can if you want to. That's another thing that'll separate you so that they know they're not just dealing with anybody, right? But you want to make sure that you have those business cards and it's not a, a floppy, flimsy thing that you just printed off on some regular paper. You want to get some good quality cards or at least just like a standard business card that you'll be able to hand them uh, because that's another thing that has a legitimacy and builds credibility. And it's just so cheap to do these nowadays, right? Before, back in the day, you had to order a large amount. It was a lot more expensive to do everything that I'm telling you. It was expensive at one point. But now it's just so cheap. It's like, why not do these things, right? So that's why I'll tell you for that. All right. And lastly, before you uh, uh, before you make that call, I did, and this is for whatever reason, this is controversial. 
right? A lot of people uh, are saying they would do the opposite of this next step, right? I don't know why they say, you know, what? I'll just go ahead and tell you, get a buyer's list, get a buyer's list first before you get the deal. Okay. For whatever reason, there are so many people that are saying, Hey, I will go ahead and get the deal. And if you got a good deal that a buyer is just going to come, no, they won't. Right. A buyer is not going to just come out of nowhere. Right. A great deal always can find a buyer. It's easy no, if you don't know where to look, they're not just going to come. Right. So what I recommend you do first is actually getting a buyer, right? Getting that buyer's list uh, and whether you're getting them from PropStream and you're looking for people who actually bought cash within the last six months or so, uh, whether you're reaching out to real estate agents uh, for properties that uh, sold that are obviously distressed properties, you're reaching out to them and let them know like, hey, uh, you know, who are your buyers? I'd like to add you to my list and whenever I have something, can I present it to you, right? Or if you go on these Facebook groups and you say like, hey, I'm a wholesaler. I'm looking to build my buyer's list. Go ahead and give me your uh, telephone number, or email address so I can contact you. Whatever it is, there's so many different ways that you could actually build your buyer's list. It is extremely important to build that buyer's list first. Now, of course, you may not have 100, 200, 300 buyers at first, right? But over time, it will build, right? There are some times to work. There are some people and they, they've done this in the past. I'm not sure if people are still doing this, but they would exchange lists, list for list. I give you my list, you give me your list, right? And you just stack that up, right? Or, uh, or whatever the situation is. If you go on PropStream and you look up the buyers that actually just bought properties cash, right? That'll give you a list of all the people that are in the area. And sometimes you'll see who the biggest players in the area are because you'll see them buying multiple properties, right? So with that, you'll be able to have those buyers ready and eager just mouth watering. Give me a deal. Give me a deal, right? So as soon as you get a deal, it's like dropping a piece of meat in a tank of piranhas. Like, rah, rah, rah. They, they take it, right? They take it because they understand the importance of having these deals. You got to keep feeding the beast. You got to keep feeding the beast. And that's what it's all about, all right? So, uh, and that's all the steps that you'll do before you pull a list, before you get that first call, before you send that first text, before you do that first door knock, before you do any of these things, that's what you'll do. What That's what you'll do first before you actually uh, do that process. So again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this uh, episode of the Your First Steps podcast. If you guys like this style uh, of podcast, go ahead and put that in the comment section below. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe uh, to this channel so that you're notified of whenever we're having new podcasts that come out. Um, I'm also on all these other platforms. So whether it's the Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever it is, wherever you listen to podcasts, this podcast will be there. All right. So again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I cannot wait for you to get your first deal. And also, let me go ahead and tell you this. Uh, if you guys would like to learn the process of actually getting your first deal, right? What you could do is actually look at the uh, caption below and I have a link to my ebook, Wholesaling 101, Your First Steps, right? And there, and it shows you step-by-step -step on what you actually need to do in order to get your first deal as a wholesaler. All right. So after you're done reading that, uh, I would love to hear your success story and, and everything that you've learned in that book. All right. So thank y'all so much for tuning in and I can't wait for y'all to get your first deal and I'll see you in the next episode. Y'all take care. Thank you for listening to the Your First Steps podcast. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe.